everybody. It's been a minute. Do you remember who this is? Do you remember who this is? Hello? <laughs> Hi, who is this? New Year, who this? What's up? I'm Jessica. That's Aaliyah. Oh, I'm Aaliyah. Should feel like I zoned out myself. for two seconds. I'm so sorry. Welcome back to Unlicensed Podcast. It's a new year. First one of 2022. Why do you do that? Talk like a news reporter. Just comes yeah. Out. Just comes out. Just comes out sometimes. Okay. I used to be on my high school's um, TV show. Oh, that's. I did terribly. That's okay. Yeah, that's all right. But um, hello everyone. First episode of 2022. We'll start. I feel like we have a lot to round catch of applause. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Obviously, we were not here last week. Um, yeah. And we're sorry about that, but in full transparency, <laughs> I got COVID. Yeah, she um, did. Me and my entire house. <laughs> so that was exciting. Um, and we were brainstorming ways that we could still try and get content out. But honestly, I think it was just better for the first episode of 2022 to be together, you know, because yeah. life was happening. Yeah. And then do you want to share, you had more positive news than I had. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I got promoted at work. I think we briefly yeah, said we that we were talking were, about it yeah. a little bit, how I had um, different opportunities coming up. So I got promoted at work. Um, I will be moving stores to be a visual merchandiser. Um, very we'll be excited. We together anymore. I know, my last day is next Saturday. Um, but whenever you guys hear this, my last day will be that Saturday, like no. the Saturday that's coming up. Yeah. No, no. It'll still be next Saturday. Yeah. It'll Don't listen to me. Saturday. Next week's episode. Will be my last week day. at work. Well, yeah. So, um, so I still have a little while, but yeah, I'm really excited. Oh, Everything have. worked out. Um, I'd honestly really been manifesting it for the past couple of, um, a, just like a months, month or so, right? Right. Two um, maybe? Yeah, I feel like in November I was just like, Leah, you're going to... It was actually my birthday. Um, Me and Nikita were having a conversation about this. I texted her like right before my birthday or like right after my birthday. And I was just like, listen, like I really just want more for myself. And I really just want to push myself this year coming up. And I want more um, stability in like what I'm doing. And I just want more growth and development. Um, Not just like in... The leadership position um, but just like as a person and so she was just like yeah we can do that and just really worked with me yep. and coached me and guided me through everything so i'm um, really appreciative for i think um, the Akita. the big lesson from this i think to anyone else is like sometimes the things that you want take time yes i feel like do. i feel like a lot i don't know if this is just like an our generation thing and i know this is like the rap on like millennials and gen z it's like we don't want to work for anything yeah which i don't think is entirely true i just no. think i do feel like instant gratification is more accessible to us than it was to our parents generation yes and i also do feel like sometimes with um especially not in well some in our generation but definitely Mm -hmm. the generation underneath of us um i just feel like those kids are kind of just like used to everything kind of being like handed to them and not yeah i feel like as the generations go along i do feel like there are some that just are more baby than others i just think it's a different skill set because i'm technically gen z but I don't feel... That's awful. But I don't feel like I am. Yeah. There's, like, a group of people who say they're, like, in the middle between... Like, I'm not full millennial, but I don't really feel like I'm Gen Z either, but... Am I millennial? Yeah, you are. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, I believe you are, yeah. Yeah, I am. I am uh, You're close, though. I think it's, like, 97. Oh, yeah. No, when... that, that close. I was born in 94. 
Like you're like on the cusp. Yeah. But then my I'm like my right younger after. my youngest sister is right on the cusp. My little sister, her she was born in '96, oh, so she's yeah, a millennial, yes. but barely. Yeah, it's like '97 or '98, I think, mm-hmm. is when it, right before the 2000s. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, I just think, um, and I'm probably guilty of this too. It's just like it's hard to see a goal that's like more than a few months away. You know, or like it's hard when you don't know exactly how you're going to achieve something. It's just easier to give up and find a new goal. Right. I feel like that's like the wrap. Um, But I mean, I don't necessarily think that's true for everyone. It's obviously not true for you. But I think that is the lesson is sometimes it does just start with an idea and then you just kind of let it. And it takes and it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of soul searching. It takes a lot of tough talks with yourself. Akita and I have had a couple of tough talks about just like, um, if I like really want this, then I have to start proving myself. I have to work on a couple of different things and able to get to the goal that I wanted, which was ultimately this. And now that I have this opportunity, I'm going to use this year um, to um, promote growth um, within myself and the role that I'm taking on and be the best at this role as I can be. Um, but, and then obviously from there, just make more goals and yeah. have more aspirations whether it's with Target or not with Target we will see and you're moving um, soon oh yeah moving soon me and my sister are moving um you so have a lot of that's exciting yeah I have a lot of uh, positive things that are happening in the year 2022 which is really nice um giving me a really positive outlook on the year already yeah that's um really so this year for me my focus is stability and growth mm-hmm. um yeah and if you didn't listen to last I guess two weeks ago, our yearly recap episode, I said that my word for the year is powerful. Mm -hmm. So we we both have our kind of like our, I wouldn't even call them goals. They're just the things that we want to spend the most time working at. Yes. Um, So my year started a little rough. A little bit, but not awful. Well, 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 here's the thing. But while you were quarantining, you applied for grad school. Yeah. So I applied for grad school. Yeah. um, That's a positive, Jess. Be at the University of South Carolina again next year doing the education specialist degree for clinical mental health counseling, um, which is basically like a master's plus 40. So for other schools that don't have the education specialist degree, it basically is like a master's degree plus 40 extra credits. Um, so it's year round for two years. Right. So hopefully everything goes well with that. I mean, I feel... I feel positive, but obviously I, I won't like, know till I know. I feel like um, you'll be fine, Jess. My personal statement was Very pretty... Smart, I, I was pretty proud of it. Uh, it was three pages. Wrote it on the fly. Like, didn't really think about it. I just wrote three pages about why I wanted to be in grad school and uh, why I think I'm better than other people. And I feel... <laughs> no, it's literally what I asked you. They said, why should we pick you over other people? And I was like, well, that's you have not to, very nice. You have to brag on yourself. You have to... Ask for what you want. Yeah. And I feel like if you're really passionate about something that you're going for, writing three pages is literally nothing. No, it wasn't hard at all. I literally yeah. did it in like 20 minutes while I was yeah. waiting for my food to cook. Like, I just cranked her out, submitted it, done. There you go. So, chase your passions. You, you got your thing. Chase your passions. And in a couple months, I'll find out if I get mine. I'm sure you're going to so, get your thing. Well, and whenever Jessica gets her thing, we're going to start manifesting this now, thinking about it, having it into our thoughts. Yeah. Um, not in lock boxes. We're going to open that up. Bring That's it all, all I'm in the about. positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll be back again celebrating whenever you get into grad yeah. school because so, it's going to be great. I'm on my final undergrad semester taking a swift six classes, have class Oof. every day of the week. Um, but we're here. And but we're, you're, you know, your here. last semester of college is always, or last year of college is always like your most stressful. Oh, for sure. Always. I just think that just like closes out 
everything's yeah. just like wrapping it but up. But it's also like the most rewarding is... because like I'm actually yeah. in like the classes where I'm like, because I feel like I took gen eds challenging yourself for 10 now. years. Like I just feel like I was never not in a fucking gen ed and I just, I hate them. Like it's so hard for me to like care, but now I'm in classes I can like care about. And mm-hmm. even, even so like in psychology, you take a lot a lot of classes because psychology is a very broad field yeah like you can do a lot so of many different, different directions with psychology with psychology and, and at usc that they have degree i don't know why they call it i think that. it is a useless degree if you don't have a plan afterwards. i was about to say if you have a very well thought out plan and you know like what path you're mm-hmm. like if you okay people that say different majors are useless don't think that just because other people be like oh what are you gonna do with that you right. know what i mean how people have that kind of like comment or remark whatever you tell them what your major is as long as you have a plan you have goals and you have ambitions like deep ambitions and you're super driven I feel like it doesn't matter what your major is you can reach whatever goal you want to so I just really hate when people people are just like oh that's a waste of a major marine biology what's that about like how you I feel like you just have to like know how you do it like my friend Hannah is crim j with a minor in psych so now she's gonna leave college having two options Mm -hmm. even if today she doesn't know exactly because no one not many people know exactly what they want their career to be when they leave college and that's completely normal but mm-hmm. the more options you give yourself the better, the better seat you're going to be in that's why like people go into get like a business degree or a marketing degree because that does open it's a lot of so doors it's so broad right um, you can do a lot of different psychology things. if you don't it, i think it is the money thing because you can oh, get a absolutely. lot of jobs with a psychology degree but it's just they're not depending on the situation they're not always high paying mm-hmm. so like in my situation i'll have to go to grad school and then i have to do three extra years of licensure and then i'll make money mm-hmm. so i am very aware that i will not be making money for quite some time <laughs> um but you know it's all good like if i would the end goal is it, what is worth it yeah, nobody goes into the counseling profession unless you're passionate about it because the money there's no immediate money payoff mm-hmm. and it's an ex- it's an exhausting job like really it is like it's not like getting into burnout, it's not like whenever you're um What's something fancy? Like a doctor of some sort. You're like finance, where you yeah. just go for your four years, now you can be like an accountant and like yeah. make very good and money. And make well money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, but yeah. Anywho. <laughs> we're, 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 we're doing good. We um, are. We're hanging in. We're still making plans as far as the podcast goes. I mean, also in full transparency, we had plans that we wanted to happen this month, but because of Aaliyah being uncertain about her job situation, we had to like postpone some things, mm-hmm. but they're still coming. Like we still have all the intention of getting still things done. Still in the works. Um, I was just, yeah. I wouldn't say a little razzled, but I was just like kind of trying to like focus, focus on, things, on what yeah. I was like trying to um, yeah. get at. Which is fine. And so now that that is like one less thing that I'm like stressing about. Mm-hmm. We're um, <laughs> now we're back. back. Now we're so back. we figured a good way to segue into the new year and all the content that we're going to be putting out in 2022 is to do an advice episode. Yeah. Um, so we have three situations that we picked out that we're going to kind of talk about and go over and then give our perspective on them. Um, we made an email for really anything. We've been talking to some podcasts about going on their show, having them come on hours to do like guests appearances and things of that nature um and then also it's open for advice like if you ever need you know just like even a second set of eyes on something if you're like you know this is what's going on this is what i chose to do like this seems legit right or this seems like the right decision and you know we will always be here to be like hey like bounce things off of you and whatever just like as you would like with a friend um or if you're completely stumped with a situation send it to us and we'll um, try to unstump you yeah and we'll talk about it in the show or I don't really like calling it a oh show. Oh my god, a show. 
and Ooh. and me in the episode, if that's okay with in you. In the epi. So one of ours came from the email, and then two came from our DMs, and we had like brief conversations with these other two people in our DMs, but we thought we should do it a little more justice and kind of have like a more open dialogue conversation so that to the people who sent us them, they can kind of hear us genuinely having this conversation, like what we think. And also to the people listening to also like if you have like questions or if you want our opinion or advice on something, send it and we yeah. can like make a whole little like segment out of it. Yeah. Um, so our email is the unlicensed podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, so if you ever need anything, like if you ever need to send some, us something, go for it. And we'll yes. always make sure that um, we... Keep give you anonymous. our yeah always anonymous and we'll yeah. give you our honest opinion because I think yes. that's what a real friend would do is be honest. So. And we're your friends. We are your friends. We're Honestly, your truly. Mm-hmm. So the first one, first one came out of our inbox and it says, um, "Hey ladies, I just wanted to say that I'm really enjoying your podcast. Your episode about loneliness has been really helpful for me. Certainly came across it at the right time. Um, I felt lonely when surrounded by people, and my girlfriend of five years broke up with me." So I've been struggling with finding who I am. It was hard for me since she was long distance, so I limited myself for some, from some interactions. I'm a junior in college, by the way, because I was with her. So now I am. So, so now I have to go back. Into the world on my own. Back in the world on his own. Fortunately, I have two old friends that I reached out to for some input. I cannot read. I'm so sorry. It's okay. And they said many points very similar to what you mentioned. I learned I have to tell people how I'm feeling because no one can read my mind. Coming from a guy's perspective, it's really hard for me to express loneliness and sadness because most guys just don't get it. Thank you for the advice. So we had briefly responded to this, um, but I feel like that's so common um, and I feel like personally, I empathize with the fact that it's a long distance relationship mm-hmm. that he is getting out of because I'm in a long distance relationship. And I feel like this is such an important thing to say, um, for anyone who's in a long distance relationship is don't limit yourself because of your relationship. Yeah, like I know no. that's hard to hear and I know that that sounds harsh, but at the end of the day, it's your own life. And especially when you're in college, like it's your college experience. Like you only get to have it once. And, and that, like, even if you're not, like, a drinker or a partier, that's fine. That's but fine. You whatever don't have to Whatever it is for you, like, and I'm not saying I was, like, the biggest party girl ever, but, like, I wanted to enjoy a going out scene and, like, I wanted to have And that going experience. out is fun. Going yeah. out is, having that experience is fun, but, like, you have to, it's You need more. to be able to it's, let yourself yeah. do that, even if you are in a long-distance relationship, because it is your life, and if you're with the right person, they are going to be encouraging and supportive of you living your own life and being happy yeah and having new experiences because I think that's so cool like I really I had like one semester of college where I like went out um and like did the college thing I mean I wasn't going out like three days a week I was going out probably once a weekend I would drive down to Columbia because this was when I wasn't at USC and I would go out with Hannah who lived here and it was a great time and like Cole and I were always really supportive of each other having that because his sophomore year he did a lot of like similar things And then it was interesting because it was, like, at the same time we started to grow up and change. So, Mm -hmm. like, the longer that we were together, our interests changed. Like, we didn't have the same interest of going out all the time, and I think that's really what helped. So, um, obviously, I know that uh, this person's relationship just ended, but if you are listening to this and feel like you limit yourself because of your long-distance relationship, don't. I feel like it's worth a conversation to just say, like, hey, like, I feel like I can't do X, Y, or Z, 
and I'd like to have those experiences, like, what can I do to make you feel comfortable with me going to a bar? You know, because I understand that is like a trust thing for some people. Yeah, it is but... for some people. Because people go out, especially like in college and whenever you're looking for that like college experience, sometimes people get a little wild and crazy. Yeah, but I mean, I just think it's about what the boundaries that you have set for each other. Boundaries are important in mm-hmm. relationships. And just having that conversation, like I would never not, I mean, I don't want to say never. I'm sure there might have been a time my phone died, but for the most part, I always answer. Cole, mm-hmm. like, we continue to speak the entire time I'm out. Um, I let him know when I get home, like, things like that. So um, so that's my advice on the whole long-distance situation in the sense of feeling like you're limiting yourself. But loneliness for guys is so hard. Like, that and really I makes my like, heart hurt. And I feel like with guys, since they're obviously, like, society has, like, these norms for men. It's just like, oh, you have to be, like, this big, tough guy, like, macho man, like, you don't show weakness. You don't have emotions or don't show your emotions. Of course, everyone has them, but you don't have to show them. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be a bitch. Like, it, But I feel like with guys, since like they have those norms that they feel like they have to follow, a lot of guys, uh, I think, find it harder to deal with their emotions, to deal with their loneliness, to deal with what they're going through, and to open up about it and be truthful about how they're feeling. I feel like it's a little harder for guys, um, yeah. especially in American society. For, for sure. sure. For sure. I just think the ma- I think the male friendship and the female friendship is something that's completely different. Um, which is why, like, I've always had such a soft spot for, like, college-age men. In the sense of, like, I know that they struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Because you just... You can tell. Like, if you're paying close enough attention, you can tell. And it just has always hurt my heart that, like, they don't have friends to go to and be like, I'm struggling, you know? Right, like, or I have body image issues. Like, what? because these things happen to men and, like, nobody wants to talk about it. And I think with men having body image issues hits a lot harder. Men just won't um, admit that. Yeah. But once again, just having, like, those things that people deem as, like, what men should look like, what men should dress like, what men should have their hair like be, what? A, be as a boyfriend i see that one a oh lot. like yeah. the flowers and the crazy dates like that's not that's gonna not be necessary that's not and it's not even necessary like you don't need like this extravagant ass shit every right. time like something happens like it can be it can be so chill ordering takeout having like a movie night in the living room having a wine night just sitting talking having like a game night with just the two of you playing like a little card game or whatever yeah they have card games for couples just to get like dive deeper into like Oh, just who you are yeah, as a person. And I do that a lot. That's yeah, that we me, really my, do. me. I've I've done that with the with one of my exes, but it, I feel like it's really beneficial um, yeah, in a relationship. Time. Yeah, but anyways, yes. But yeah, I feel like for this particular situation, and honestly, because I know the guys that listen to this, I feel like if a man is listening to us talk, it's because they resonate with what we are saying. What we're saying, right? And more than likely, they're not going to their like guy friend hangouts. Be like. Did y'all listen to the episode of Unlicensed Podcast they talked about loneliness? That shit slapped. Like, no, they're not doing that. So if they're here listening. They're not even talking about being lonely. No. But if you have real guy friends, you'll talk about that. That's what I was going to say. You will talk so much about how you're lonely. I I, I challenge any of the men that listen to this and to the person who And let us know, like, if you guys that listen to this, DM us. Let us know if whenever you're hanging out with your guy friends, if you guys talk about your feelings and your emotions. Because I know whenever I hang out with my girlfriends, yeah, feelings course. and emotions and all those other things, of course, come to surface. Because 
uh, I'm that's going to talk you're about a human. it. Yeah. Like, and that's, I mean, you have the emotions because you're a human and mm-hmm. because things make you feel things and that's completely normal. And you like, deserve to talk about how things make you feel, especially if it's like, especially if you're on like the uneasy side of how it's making you feel, you should be yeah. able to express that. Get a second opinion. Get feedback. Yeah. Get feedback. Um, advice, like whatever. I feel like, like you it's should important. ask your friends or not even ask them, just have a conversation with them sometime and just say like, Hey, after, if you're still kind of in this like breakup headspace, maybe just talk to them and be like, Hey, like I feel lonely. Like I've been in this relationship for however long and now we're not together anymore. I feel lonely. I don't know how to feel connected or whatever to people or say it in guy language. I don't know, but try (laughs) and see how it goes. And I am a big believer. Like if you need something from someone or if you want something from someone, you should just ask for it. And if they're your real friend, they're either going to say yes, absolutely. Or I can't do that. But how about we meet in the middle and I'll do this. You know, like I think open communication with your friends, especially with how you're feeling is so important because they don't, they can't read your mind. Like he was saying, like, and it's important to just like, let them know if something's wrong because a lot of times we're really good at hiding that we're really like humans in general really really good and you should be able to like lean on your friends you should be able to lean on those people that you call friends um especially whenever you're in times of need um because you should be allowed to ask for things that you need help with yeah especially from your people yeah and you have to let yourself know that it's okay to ask for help um, and whatever you're going through, ask for help. You don't have to deal with stuff yeah. um, on your own. It can get a little stressful. And as far as moving forward in this particular situation, I think um, he said that they were together for five years. That's an yeah, insane that's amount a of time. Long time to be with someone. So, especially like uh, if it's five years, and that means that that relationship for him started in high school. Yeah, it would have been like senior junior, year, was, junior, junior, senior year, junior year, yeah, five years. Yeah. So take this time and. Honestly, I don't say slightly. Do whatever the hell you want. Like, do what I, you want to do. Rediscover yourself. Within reason, don't go breaking hearts. But yeah. go and live your life. Have as many experiences as you want to have. Absolutely. Meet new people. Mm-hmm. Like, And then when you get into your next relationship, don't lose that. Like, Don't feel like because you're in a relationship, you that have you to have close That you have to change off. who you are. Oh my God, I'm such a proponent for this. Be who you are, regardless of what other people are going to your perceive your relationship yeah. status because not everyone's going to get you not no. everyone's going to understand you like, and it's not necessary for them to they don't need to they just want to have to try and if they don't want to try then they don't need to be then their opinion they can doesn't get need gone. to matter they you can know? simply get gone so just take the time and be on, be on your own figure out who you are and then take that crazy awesome person and bring them into your next relationship yes. and don't change a fraction of of your nature. I'm not talking and about behaviors or, or areas of growth. I'm talking about like intrinsically who you are that will stay with you no matter how hard you try to hide it. Yeah. And also whenever people are, whenever you are entering relationships with other people, do please stop looking for a person that you have to like fix. You can't fix people. Um, if people are not willing to meet you halfway, then they will probably never be willing to um don't put yourself and your life on hold for other people um and the promises that they make to you um actions speak way louder than words for sure um but find a person that is the person that you're looking for where they are right now yeah because i know we were talking about like potential Mm -hmm. and potential is fine um but you can't really you can't be with someone and be like oh 
you know, they're kind of shit right now. But in three years, yeah, they have so much potential. They could be like the world's best girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. Like, no. I don't have now. time for you to be the be- the world's best whatever yeah. in three years. Let I have them today. time for what but be you've excited got going for on right now. Of like, course. Because they're going to be someone great. So of just course be excited. But don't put yourself like and now. your growth on hold for yeah. another person and their potential. Definitely not. So we wish you the best. And let us know if you need anything else. You but deserve. go live your life. Go have a good time. Yeah. And then when you meet the next lucky lady, just keep all the things that you've learned and bring it into your next relationship and don't feel like you have to apologize for any of it because that's who you are and that's okay. Yeah. Okay, so can I try reading again? Yeah, you can try, but I was not pleased with your last attempt. Yeah, I wasn't either. I really apologize. I'm going to do so much better this time. Um, this next question we got in the inbox on our Instagram at Unlicensed Podcast. Um, I have a topic which I'm dealing with space or relationship. Which one do you value most? I have a lady that takes it wrong or passive. If I'm at her house for two to three days, you know, I kind of like get high anxiety and I want to have my space in the home that I own. How does one balance? Because frankly, having space eases and helps my anxiety. So the question is, how do we balance um, your relationship and space? I feel like that's really, really, really good. Great question. I'll be honest. I have been the villain in this story in my relationship in the past. Um, I understand because this is how I am. I think about both sides of the situation. So yeah, I sure. know as a woman, because this is how I felt when Cole wanted to go spend time with his friends. Like, and it wasn't even, and not me, but like if I asked him to hang out, he was like, I actually made friends, plans with my friends. I was like, so you hate me. <laughs> so you hate me. Like, you know, and so I think as a woman, it's very easy to assume that it's not because of you that they want to like have their own things mm-hmm. um so i feel like that took that personally took me like a, a, a few conversations with Cole where he was like it actually has nothing to do with you it has everything to do with me i just like to have other things in my life i was like whoa that's crazy you know which now in hindsight i'm like just you nice. stupid bitch but so but i understand <laughs> you silly silly girl. as a woman our automatic instinct is to go to it's my fault yeah. you know or it's because of me and that's really i am such such an advocate i'm an ally of alone time Okay. I love my alone time. Me too. I love having my own space. Mm -hmm. Um, I love enjoying my own mind. I love being sound um, and just relaxed. Yeah, Yeah. And sometimes I just need those days where I just don't talk to anyone. Or I need those days where I just talk to a couple people or I just don't i just lounge and sleep all day like i'm very very big whenever it comes to personal space um and relationships but there is still a way to balance it to where your partner doesn't feel neglected mm-hmm. um in the relationship but if they're saying that they've been at her house for three to four days and i then, feel like that's I feel like more that's than a, enough that's time very good like if you're doing like three to four days there and then like one to two days on your own and then like i feel like that's a I feel like it's a very I feel like good that's trade-off. a very good balance. Like, yeah. I don't think that you should be with your partner every single day of every single week. Um, I don't think that it's terrible if you are. Me, personally, I could not be. Yeah. Not I, every yeah. single day. Obviously, like, if I... You're going to have to be with them every single day whenever you decide to spend the rest of your life with them. But I feel like especially... But not even then, really. Because you're working, <laughs> like... But if you think about it, like, you're going to be yeah. working all day. Like, you'll come home and, And they'll like, be there. And then you're like, sup, cool. sup. And then you go to bed and do it all over again. Like, that is the reality of marriage at times. Like, not obviously not all the time, but... Right. Sometimes it's not, marriage is fun. It's not always going to be like you get home and you're like, 
Dude, have it's all like this naked time. in the kitchen with like freaking like strawberries and shit. Like, no, you're tired. So if you <laughs> don't have the boundaries established now, that's like, listen, sometimes I need to just be. take my little self, remove it from the situation, and go be on my own private island somewhere. And I need you to be okay with that. That's going to be a problem later. Right. I need you to be okay with that. So I feel like, like Jess said, like boundaries are really, really, really great in relationships as far as like knowing what the other person um, needs from you and what you need from them in return. I feel like that's really important. Mm -hmm. Also, what boundaries to not cross as far as like space, personal time. Um, Personal time is important in relationships. I feel like my parents have personal time or my mom is in the living room. And my dad's upstairs. Like they just have their own space. It's really you know important. I mean? It's really, really, because you're different people. Like you're not meant to be attached at the hip all the time. And for some couples yeah. that really does work. And I commend that. I think that's great. But yeah, that's the great majority of people do like to be, have their, have their own thing. So yeah. I think this is a completely valid have thing to Have ownership over the things that are yours in your life. I feel like, um, even whenever you're in relationships, you can still be independent people. You should um, be. You sh- Yeah, but sometimes I feel like whenever you get into a relationship, I feel like sometimes partners depend on one another a little bit too much. You become, you become and they codependent. Lose, yeah, they lose a sense of independence mm-hmm. sometimes. And I feel like that is independence is such an important um, attribute to have in a relationship. Yeah. To don't, don't lose your independence. But this also poses a really interesting thing of like when you have a particular issue with your relationship, but it's not like their fault thing it's just like you have something you'd like to address mm-hmm. i think this is where a lot of people get stumped in relationships it's like okay so now what you know right like having that conversation i think can be really really tricky for some people if you're not used to healthy confrontation mm-hmm. which is what we did that whole episode about was healthy confrontation go and back and listen to it such if you need to. an important skill to have in life but it's also about picking your battles right like in all of your relationships friendships parents siblings significant others there are going to be things about them that annoy you at times or irritate you not every single one of those things need to be a full-on conversation about it but if it becomes the point where like what we just read which is like i'm noticing that this is taking a toll on like my mental health and my it gives me it it messes with my anxiety like don't then that's a conversation that needs to be had absolutely like that's not you need to be able to keep your peace mm -hmm. so i feel like I feel like as well with your significant other opening up about your anxieties and things that make you sad and the things that kind of like lead you to being in a bad headspace or the things that lead you to being in a good headspace are really important to disclose. And a lot, a lot of times as well, that's things you're going to learn with time. Like in my experience, like there are things that I know about Cole after two and a half years because I've been with him for two and a half years and I've seen the behaviors and the changes and when I can see him light up in a room and when I see that he needs to be alone mm-hmm. um so things like that take time but it, it's never it will never hurt to have that conversation be like hey like x y and z kind of like make me feel more anxious and x y and z is what helps when that happens I think that's really great and if you're meant to be together your partner is going to be so receptive to that and they'll understand that mm-hmm. and realize that that's something that you need if they feel like it's their fault which like that's what I'm saying like I have been victim of, of feeling like something's my fault um, it might take them a couple of days to come around, but I think for the most part, a healthy conversation about having that boundary and having that space is really, really important. For sure. Because, I mean, we are both alone time people. Yeah. So, like, I'm very empathetic to this situation. Love my alone time. I will literally not speak for, like, 24 hours and be, like, so happy with it. Because I'm so extroverted, I think, that I just, like, need... Sometimes I just crash. I'm like, I feel like I'm uh, an introverted extrovert. Yeah, you are. Most of my friends are. Yeah. 
which is cool okay because i'm not like a complete introvert but i'm also not like whoa all the time yeah i feel like i can't <laughs> you're I not like, like i can't do that yeah, okay. I, I cannot i can't do that <clears throat> so our last one came from the email and this one we saved for last because this is a little bit of a doozy <laughs> and i would like to know what you guys would say to yeah. our friend in the in the email um because we are a family here we're a community here we help each other so let's all talk about it my best friend at the time and I thought it was a good idea to just go ahead and move in with each other. I would notice small things but would never say too much. I ended up taking a trip for my birthday and mixed my friend group, not thinking anything would go wrong. The main issue was jealousy. She acted and treated my other best friends really bad and made the entire trip about her. When we returned from my birthday trip, I ended up moving out because my birthday trip really topped it all off. Now we still don't <laughs> really talk done did it. and sometimes wonder if it was worth leaving out and ending the friendship. I did try once we got back home to even let her see and from the outside looking in, but the energy just wasn't there. You know, mixing friend groups sometimes is just like not it. Like, and I also feel like you have to know your friends. You have mm. to know your friends well enough to be like, is this like really going to be like a good idea but i also feel like if you have like a very certain type of friend group like i i have two friend groups i have a work friend group that has become like a really amazing friend group in my life and i have like my best friends from college now i honestly truly feel like if i were to mix the two friend groups and i was like to do a trip or like whenever i get married my bridal party will be a mixture of the two i feel like my friends it wouldn't be, be right. It wouldn't be a big issue. Um, and I, and the hi Taylor, email, if you're listening. Yeah, Taylor. Um, <laughs> my friend, my friend groups will mingle one day very soon. Um, I sometimes also feel like, and hate is a strong word, but I really hate like those friends that are just like, you can't have any other friends. I can be your only friend. That's not realistic, baby doll. Yeah. Well, that comes. This is my thing, because this is me looking at things from both perspectives. Go ahead. This friend is very insecure. That's immediately what jumps out to me. Um, Extremely. Extremely insecure, which is sad. And and that doesn't mean that that is this person's fault for obviously ending the friendship. I think that they did what was best for them. But to me, it's very clear that she is insecure about Maybe her place, right? Yeah, and like what, because there are going to be people in your life. And I think a lot of people have had this friend where they want to be, they want to feel important. And I think sometimes people can't take the reassurance that they're important in small ways. They have to feel like they are the most important to feel valued. In all ways. In every facet of your life. And that's not They have to feel the most important. Yeah, that's not realistic. Right. And so I think for someone with a secure attachment style, this is like very early psychology stuff. Like Mm -hmm. it's easy to feel connected to somebody. Um, You don't have to always be like right next to them to feel the connection, to feel the love. But there Mm -hmm. are people with like insecure attachment styles or anxious attachment styles or avoidant attachment styles that get really um they can be really clingy or overbearing and um can put place themselves on a higher pedestal than the rest of the people in your life which is really unfortunate it's and really not helpful unhealthy. does not conducive to a healthy friendship yeah no it's not um and you know so let's i'm gonna also see this from the other side so if you are that friend yeah um where if you're if your friend wants to like plan a birthday trip and you go to uh, like Vegas or something mm-hmm. and you mix your friend group 
and you're that friend that's just like, oh, I hate it here. Like, oh, yeah. why do all these people have to be here? Or why can't it just be me, me and her and, her and mm-hmm. like our other two friends that we have? Why do these other bitches have to come? Because, doll baby, like, it's not just it's about not, yeah. you. Like, it's not just you. Like, they're allowed to have other friends. You just have to be a good friend and be friends or be cordial. That's what I was going to say. And inviting and welcoming. With with right. Make like, I don't with think them. that's... Yeah. Okay, so, like, for instance, whenever Bria was planning her wedding, Bria's one of my best friends, Bria was planning her wedding, and she met Ashley and I. And we got really, really close in the year that I knew Bria. And she was just like, I want you guys to be in my wedding. Like, we had the bachelorette trip. And that's whenever we met Bria's other friends that were also a part of her bridal party. And mixing the two friend groups was not a hard thing for Bria to do because she knows her friends and she knows that, like, this isn't going to be a problem. And may- and maybe the person that wrote us this thought it wouldn't be a problem, mm-hmm. but maybe she knew, like, deep down inside, like, okay, this, maybe. like, she might yeah, because cause a riot. They said there was a couple other things that, like, led up to that. Mm. But I-, I agree with you. Like, I think that it should be on you at the end of the day, especially for something like a birthday or a bridal shower. Like, it's about to your just, friend. Yeah, be to positive. Take extra step. Even if, even if their other friends aren't, they were never going to be your friend. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if you took that connecting piece out, like, there's no relationship there. Like, it is not hard for girls to be friends with each other. Like, no. just just be like girls love nothing more than girls who are kind like yeah really, and, that's we, what and it is. honestly like whenever you're kind to like other women you guys can have like really fun conducive conversations that like whenever like if the friend group ever has to interact again yeah you have a base it's it's like a great interaction mm-hmm. like every single time it's never a terrible interaction so yeah if you are that friend please stop being that friend like it's fine girl like I understand though, like if it, it, it can be scary to feel insecure in your yeah. friendship, but I feel like that's a conversation you should have with your friend um, instead of yeah. trying to fight to be the most important, which maybe you are. Like maybe you are the most important friend, but that doesn't make other friendships less important. Yeah, Do you it doesn't know what make I mean? those like, friendships invalid. Everything is important, everything has value. So if you're feeling insecure, it's probably because you potentially aren't getting love the correct way or you're not feeling value in the way that you need to feel valued which goes back to love languages which absolutely apply to friendship so i feel like that's a conversation you need to have with your friend and you're like i don't feel like i've made this joke to hannah so many times i've been like do you like me oh my god or like to my mom i'm like mom i i text my mom today and asked if she was sick of me like sometimes you just need to like say i'm not really feeling that loved right now (laughs) and most of the time i'm gonna be like I've been busy. You know what I mean? Right. Like, a lot of times people don't even notice that they're doing anything to make you feel a type of way. Exactly. So having that conversation is really helpful so you don't end up in the situation and everything goes boom. Yeah, and also making sure that there is a conversation. Intentionally, um, yeah. And so that way, because I know with um, this one specifically that we're talking about, like, there was a conversation, and after that conversation, she was kind of just like, Bloop, and that's right. where it all ended. Which I would honestly do the exact same thing. One, I hate repeating myself, and two, I will at least give you the opportunity to understand my side and where I'm coming from, and then I will also hear you out. Mm-hmm. And from there, if you are unwilling to um, cooperate and have like an adult conversation and just handle this in like an adult manner, then we can just end it all, like, and yeah. just be fine. Like, don't leave it on a terrible note, but also definitely make sure that you're having that conversation with your friend 
Um, because at the end of the day, that is still your friend at that time. And, and they're going to make mistakes. They're going to make mistakes. And just hearing their side is really important because it might be a side that you were not even expecting or something else could come to light that could make the situation make more sense. So I think it's really important to still like have those conversations. Keep that um, open line of communication just in case. It's Tell necessary. you what, half the time when someone explains their perspective to you, you're like, Oh my god, I didn't I get think it. about I it totally like that. Get it now. That's why it's always good. Like in all three of these situations, my first thought is, okay, so the person writing this in is I'm obviously getting their side of the story. Right. But if I was the other person, how would I see this? Right. Because you you have, you to, have look to see at it from both sides. Like and that. sometimes it's really hard to, but you really, really, Take really have back. to try hard. You have to get your emotions out of it. And like Because you said it in an episode before, like in any situation, no matter how it's handled, if someone handles a situation really badly, you might think it was really bad, but the person that was handling that situation might have thought that was the best way that they could have handled That's it. That's true. Everyone thinks they're right. Yeah. Everybody thinks they're right that because why else would they do it? Exactly. You know? And when you really like have to you have to internalize that. Like everybody thinks they're making the right decision for them um and sometimes those can be selfish decisions but everybody has made selfish decisions like just like the person who wrote this ending that friendship i don't want to say that was a selfish decision but that was what was best for them Mm -hmm. but i guarantee you because you have to put yourself you have to put yourself first so sometimes it's okay to be selfish and whenever it comes to friendships and if that friendship is just not conducive yeah if it, if it is just not happening anymore sometimes you have to make that you have to be selfish you have to think of yourself and be like this is not benefiting me or this is just not what i need in my life and mm-hmm. i'm just going to dead this whole situation sometimes it's necessary yeah. with that being said though i do think in this particular situation because the question was you know should i reach back out i think you should i think you i should. think depending well <laughs> okay I, you go well, first well, well now you have two options <laughs> I feel like yes, depending on the amount of time that's passed. So like, and I also think that depends on the, on the nature of your last conversation. And if you want to, I feel like if you, if you feel like the friendship still has juice, go ahead and turn the key in that car. You know, why not? Like, actually, why not? Jessica, I hate you. <laughs> if you know it still I mean? has some juicy juice. Run the car. Like, why not? I mean, you might... Let it warm up. You might go on, like, a freaking coffee date hangout. Or even, like, if you guys go get a drink together, it might be like, this is fun. I miss this. And then you have a friend again. Yeah. You know? But I think in this case, with all relationships, because... I went through a six-month friendship divorce. Oh, yeah, you did. I would love to get in to tell that story one day. But um, when we finally hung out again, first of all, it was like nothing had changed, which to me was a big indicator that this was a friendship that was worth having again, even though so much time had passed and it was so messy. Literally just walked in and it was like as if nothing happened. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's a big indicator of the kind of friendship that you have. And then also I feel like if you can – if you can t- tell them like what went wrong on your end and they're going to listen to you and be like, you know what? I can see why you felt that way. This is what went wrong on my end because mm-hmm. I guarantee you in this situation, your other friend is thinking that you did things wrong as well, right? Like both sides are going to assume that they are the superhero and someone else is the villain. Right. So to have that conversation and realize maybe we're both a little bit of each, mm-hmm. that's mature. That's healthy it and is. that's brave because it's hard to, to own up and say, you know, what? I think I fucked up here, here and here. But that's the nature of relationships because nobody's perfect, especially not when you're in a very close friendship relationship with a parent, anything. Yeah. And the only reason why I said I wouldn't, um, like automatically, mainly because like I said, I really hate repeating myself, but I understand where you're coming from, like depending on how messy it was, um, depending on if we were both in 
a sound like state of mind like not speaking off of like pure emotions like heat of the moment Mm -hmm. um then maybe i would revisit it but i would say like six times out of ten probably not whenever um friendships are ended especially um depending on what the basis is of of that like Mm -hmm. ending part of the relationship i just don't even question it most of the time i'm just like let bygones be bygones it is what it is yeah but for sure if it's like a friendship that was like really worth it and we were like friends like for real for real then i would think about making that at least have that conversation again at least reopen the conversation because i definitely have friendships that i've had in the past that i would never revisit it's not because i have any bad blood for that person but you just have to know whenever something to know the friendship and sometimes like friendships run their course and and this is going to sound really harsh but sometimes people just don't serve a purpose in your life anymore um and that's really harsh to say but it's also like very true like sometimes you have a person in your life and the you just kind of step back and think one day and you're just like what like purpose Mm -hmm. do you have like here not saying that people have to benefit you in every single relationship but you have to you can think about it in this in the sense of like oh is this like a toxic type of friendship is Mm -hmm. this a beneficial friendship is this an emotionally draining friendship like yeah you just have to know when like a friendship has ran its course and whenever a person has ran its course and that's okay i think a good way to indicate that because you know me i always come through with like little like examples real life examples here's how to apply that let's let's Um, hear it because that is a really important skill to be able to discern like if people are kind of like fading out of the picture and if you need to put in the effort to bring them back or you need to let it go. And here's what I would challenge um, for this person to do and also for any of you who have friendship struggles is A, there's two things. One, think about your very best day as friends. Like your, you know, the day where you guys were, the best day of friendship, like the best day of your relationship. Mm -hmm. Is that worth going back to? You know, is the very best day worth all of the shit that went on <laughs> to to pros and cons to break it down do you know what i mean like if you even look at your best and you're like yeah but we still weren't that close then maybe it's not worth revisiting um the second thing is if you think about your if and this is if you have a friendship and you're not sure i think look at your last 10 interactions how many of them were positive or how many of them <laughs> did you feel refilled after leaving the conversation or from the hangout or whatever like and mm-hmm. how many of those times did you leave and went what the fuck was that? Because mm-hmm. I've been there. You know, everyone has. Everyone's left to hang out with someone, whether it was for the first time or friends you have for years. And you and were you like, just leave, what you're just the like, hell? Like, why? <laughs> that was, I why was why did I even do that? Correct. I yeah. could have been in my bed. And naturally that's going to happen because sometimes it's just weird vibes. I don't know. Sometimes you're it human. Happens, sometimes but it just happens. if you're looking at... Eight times out of ten, you left a hangout with someone feeling worse than how you went into it. They're probably, probably just not. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. Yeah, you should probably um, just end continue that. that friendship. So those are two things that you can use to kind of like, and that's even good Measure. for a journal prompt. You know, if yeah. you if you need to write this down, because I I am a big proponent of that. Like, use that as a as a guide, a journal prompt, to look at the people in your life. Because um, yeah. we are such Take a hard look. big advocates of being very careful about who's in your life. Be kind to everyone, love everyone, but be careful about um how that how that translates to your own well-being and peace of mind um so yeah yeah we really hope that you and guys you and guys you and guys you guys enjoyed um this, this little fun. like advice uh episode segment that we had today did you enjoy it i enjoyed it yeah i would like to add this into like um, maybe every other episode. maybe like once a month we could do yeah. like a full a full like advice episode. like open the email open the dms yeah <laughs> slide in the dms but not like that. Just like leave us questions. Well, 
happens. Thank you so much for making that awkward. I really appreciate <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. But yeah, let us know if you like this. Um, this is fun. I feel like it also helps us to kind of like be a little more candid. Yeah. Um, because we read, we had not had full conversations about any of these yet. We just kind of like, we have separately read them, mm-hmm. but this was our first time coming together and talking about them. Yeah. So you're getting like, uh, like genuinely, if we were to have read this when it was just the two of us in a room, this is what we would have said. Exactly. Um, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> Uncensored. <laughs> Uncensored podcast. Fuck! It's <laughs> <laughs> uncensored. Fuck. Anyway. Bitch. I never liked that song, you know. Oh, I just like that one part because anytime you were like out, you're just like, I mean, every time I was out and that came on, people almost broke the damn floor. Yeah, people just like start jumping and moshing and I'm just like, girl, can we not just like drink and have a good time? Also, PSA, for anyone who is an alcoholic drinker, if you like to drink alcohol, listen up. Bud Light has come out with a new seltzer. Uh Uh-huh. It's soda. There's a cherry cola, a regular cola, a so Sprite, and a Fanta. So it's beer soda? So good. It's like a seltzer, but it's soda flavored. Okay. So we'll instead of like a watermelon out. lemonade, it's like a Sprite. Do you remember whenever somebody was like, we should do like a recording of us like trying yeah. new things and yeah. like, maybe we should do that. I actually did trial four already. Um, oh, okay. They're re- no, that's what I was going to say. They're really, really good. Really yummy. Oh, we should we can do it with the Truly's margaritas. Yes, that Truly's fun. has margarita flavored uh, seltzers now. And we're big margarita people. Yeah, I love. We're actually gonna go to Monterey's um, right now. Yeah, as soon as we're done with this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're gonna do like a a try video. Aaliyah and Jessica try things. Yeah, and then oh one day gosh. I'm gonna be lesbian for like, a day, and she's gonna be straight for. A day. I will never do that again. And pretending to be straight was the worst <laughs> thing I've ever done in my entire life. What if I like cut off all my hair? And Why I was would like, you do that? That's know. not what a lesbian is, Jessica. Wow. No, but if I was that kind of you lesbian. just assumed my. <laughs> yeah, talk about. You're gonna it. get me canceled for making a joke. You just assumed my people. Anyway, anyway now we're gonna this go fight a really about that. So yeah, me and Jess kind of fight. Now I shouldn't have said it, but <laughs> it's okay. All right. We love you guys so much. It's good to be back. Yeah. Thanks um, for being patient with us. We'll see you next Thursday. Yeah. Yes, we will. It's unscripted. It's unapologetic. It's unlicensed Unlicensed podcast. podcast. Bye.